Hi, and welcome to the Part 3 with me podcast. The show that helps Part 3 students jumpstart into their careers as qualified architects and also to provide refresher episodes for practicing architects. I am your host, Maria Scudari. And this week, we will be talking about Brian. Today's episode meets PC1 and PC2 of the Part 3 criteria. So let's start by looking at what is BRIAM exactly. So BRIAM is a sustainability assessment method that is used to master plan projects, infrastructure and buildings. It was first established in 1990 by the Building Research Establishment, also known as BRE. And this establishment set the standards for the environmental performance of buildings through the design specification, construction and operation phases ensuring projects meet sustainability goals and continue to perform optimally over time. So BRIAM can be applied to both new builds and refurbishment schemes, uh, but they are to be on non-domestic buildings. BRIAM standards and certification is not only restricted to the UK, but can be used anywhere in the world. So before I expand further on BRIAM itself, Let's look at the organization that established it, the Built Research Establishment, um, more widely known as BRE. So they are a unit within the Department for Business and Trade and leads the regulatory reform agenda across government and works with the government to monitor the measurement of regulatory burdens and coordinate their reduction. Its aim is to become a world-leading innovation science and data hub for the built environment. So that's what BRE um, is mainly known for and what uh, they look after. Now let's revert back to BRIAM itself. So what is the process with BRIAM? So the process consists of firstly deciding which BRIAM standard applies to the development, finding a licensed BRIAM assessor, then the project needs to be registered with the BRE, then um, the next step is to undertake an assessment and then a quality assurance check is carried out of the assessment and then at the last uh, step the certificate is then issued for the building. So BRIAM can be used by clients, uh, planners, development agencies, funders and developers. Uh, Property agents can also use it to promote the environmental credentials and benefits of a building to potential purchases or tenants. Uh, It can also be used by design teams as a method to improve their building's performance. And managers can also use it to reduce uh, running costs and measure and improve the performance of their buildings. Now, what does the assessment method actually measure? So it evaluates procurement, design, construction, and operation of a development against a range of targets based on performance benchmarks. It focuses on sustainable value across a range of categories and it awards uh, points or credits uh, with regards to energy, land use and ecology, water consumption and efficiency, health and well-being, both indoor and external, resources, resilience, pollution, transport, materials by assessing their embodied carbon, innovation, waste and management then each of these categories um, focus on the most uh, fundamental factors, including reducing carbon emissions, low impact design, 
adaption to climate change, ecological value, and biodiversity protection. So integrating sustainability measures at the earliest possible stage of the project using the BRIAM framework will enable reduction of life cycle costs and increases in asset value. Also, it increases building user experience and health. Uh, also, it boosts the corporate image of the company and the CSR requirements and risk mitigation. So using these categories, the independent licensed assessor carries out an assessment of a scheme and each of the criteria is scored and given a number of credits, which is then multiplied by uh, a weighting. They then carry out two assessments or certification stages, first at the design stage, which results in an interim certificate, and then at a post-construction assessment, resulting in a final certificate being issued and a rating then awarded. So a BRIAM certified rating reflects the performance achieved by a project and its stakeholders as measured against the BRIAM standard and its benchmarks. So the BRIAM ratings range from firstly unclassified, which is a score below 30% of the criteria achieved and met. Then you have PASS, which is above 30% and up to 45%. Then you have GOOD, which is above 45% and up to 55%. Then you have BRIAM Very Good, which is above 55% and up to 70 Then is BRIAM Excellent, which is above 70% and up to 85%. And lastly, the best one, which is Outstanding, which is a scoring of above 85%. So these benchmark levels enable a client or stakeholder to compare an individual building's performance with other BRIAM rated buildings and the typical sustainability performance of new non-domestic buildings in the UK. Now, in addition to the certification criteria, BRIAM also supports solutions with regards to net zero carbon by minimizing carbon emissions in new developments, refurbishment and operation assets, also providing assessment methodologies for carbon emission, including embodied carbon, encouraging the use of on-site renewables and providing credits for energy and carbon reduction. It also supports whole life performance by facilitating a complete circular journey for built assets throughout the entire built environment life cycle, providing a holistic approach to sustainability assessments across environmental, social and economic impacts, providing a scientific framework to balance various goals and targets and helps uh, clients, designers and so on to identify performance gaps between design intent and operational performance to support continuous improvement in real estate performance. It also supports health and social impact by providing scientifically backed methods for health, well-being and social impact assessment at all life cycle stages, providing methods of health and social data collection, management and verification, and delivering third-party assurance of outcomes. It also supports circularity and resilience by encouraging durable design for resilient and longer-lasting assets, ensuring materials are sourced responsibly, a reduction of water is achieved, and energy consumption and providing methods of waste reduction. 
It also supports biodiversity by developing strategies that restore and protect biodiversity, aligning with initiatives such as the Sustainable Development Goals to help apply high-level nature protection principles and through nature to improve the health and well-being of building users. And it also supports disclosure and reporting by supporting environmental, social and corporate governance reporting and solutions, informing and knowledge sharing around the EU and UK taxonomies, mapping the BRIAM schemes with the UN Sustainable Development Goals, uh, providing a mechanism to obtain green finance and measure success, and providing third-party verification and assurance of sustainability claims. Now, when it comes to the benefits of using BRIAM, these include that It inspires developers and creators to improve, innovate and make effective use of resources. BRIAM's focus on sustainable value and efficiency makes uh, certified developments attractive uh, and very sought after property investments and generates sustainable developments and environments that enhance the well-being of the people who live and work in them. So working towards a BRIAM certified building reduces operational costs helps to limit investor and developer risk in building for the future. BRIAM also provides uh, market recognition for low environmental impact buildings, confidence that tried and tested environmental practice is incorporated in the building. Uh, It also provides inspiration to find innovative solutions that minimize the environmental impact. Uh, It also sets a benchmark that is higher than the regulations. It's a system to help reduce running costs, improve working and living environments. It sets a standard that demonstrates progress towards corporate and organisational environmental objectives. And it echoes the UN Sustainable Development Goals and sets out how it aligns with the targets of each of the goals. Although BRIAM is not uh, mandatory, it has started to become a requirement by some local authorities by stipulating it within uh, planning conditions or as part of their local plan for a building to achieve uh, BRIAM certification. So the UK government also makes it clear that an environmental assessment should be carried out on all public projects with the aim of achieving a BRIAM excellent rating. So increasing demand in terms of awareness of global climate change and demand for sustainable buildings makes BRIAM assessments more attractive as they enable buildings to be benchmarked in terms of sustainability and making BRIAM buildings more valuable than standard buildings. And also using BRIAM benefits in reducing running costs in the long run and also offers social health, community, economic and environmental benefits. BRIAM also offers five technical standards for different types of projects. So these are the standards that someone would choose um, when they start a project. So the five uh, standards are BRIAM in use, BRIAM communities, BRIAM refurbishment and fit out, uh, BRIAM new construction and BRIAM infrastructure. So looking at BRIAM in use first, the BRIAM in use scheme helps building managers to reduce running costs and improve the environmental performance of existing buildings by assessing their operational performance against the BRIAM assessment categories. It uses an easy-to-use assessment methodology and a third-party certification process 
that provides a clear and credible route map to sustainability. So the EMU scheme can assist users to reduce operational costs, enhance the value and marketability of property assets, give a transparent platform for negotiating building improvements with landlords and owners. It provides a route to compliance with environmental legislation and standards, gives greater engagement with staff in implementing sustainable business practices, and it provides opportunities to improve staff satisfaction with the working environment, with the potential for significant improvements in productivity. The second uh, is Briam Communities, which provides a framework to support planners, local authorities, developers and investors to integrate and assess sustainable design in the master planning of new communities and regeneration projects by supporting routes to net zero, also contributing to the environmental, social and corporate governance goals, reducing costs, mitigating environmental impact, enhancing economic and social value, providing one assessment for multiple sustainability outcomes, uh, supporting disclosures and reporting requirements. It also provides independent third-party assurance on asset performance and uh, also sustainability and supports the planning process in sustainable decision-making. So Briam Communities is a certification scheme to independently certify development proposals at the planning stage, and these standards can be used anywhere in the world. The other type of certification is the Briam Refurbishment and Fit-Out Standards, which provides a framework for the verification and certification of refurbishment and retrofit to assess the refurbishment of the external envelope structure, the core services, the local services and interior design of the existing. Each standard uses a common framework that adapts to the location of the asset and supports international consistency and comparability. So using the refurbishment and fit-out standards benefits property investors, developers, owners and occupiers by driving sales and rental values up. It supports the route to net zero. It contributes to the ESG goals. It mitigates environmental impact. It assists in reducing operational costs. It also assists in retaining, improving and future-proofing existing assets. It provides one assessment for multiple sustainability outcomes. It assists in enhancing economic and social value supports disclosures and reporting requirements, and it provides an independent third-party assurance on asset performance and sustainability. Then the fourth type of certification is uh, Briam New Construction, which provides a framework to deliver high-performing and sustainable newly built assets that support commercial success and create positive environmental and social impact by assessing the design, construction, the intended use and future-proofing of new building developments, including the local, uh, natural or man-made environment surrounding the building. Each standard should be adaptable to the asset's location, allowing for international consistency and also comparability. So the new construction standards benefit property investors, developers, owners and occupiers, by driving sales and rental values up, supports the route to net zero, 
It also contributes to the ESG goals, reduces operational costs, provides one assessment for multiple sustainability outcomes, assists in enhancing economic and social value, supports uh, disclosures and reporting requirements, and it provides an independent third-party assurance on asset performance and sustainability. And the last type of certification is BRIAM Infrastructure, which assesses the sustainability, rating and awards schemes for civil engineering, infrastructure, landscaping and public realm projects, tackling key issues regarding climate change, carbon and resilience, to achieve more sustainable infrastructure, promoting cohesive teamwork, management and efficiency, driving best practice and performance across projects. So that's what I wanted to cover today in terms of generally an overview of BRIAM. Uh, I will potentially be going in more depth into specific subjects in future episodes. Uh, But to generally sum up what I discussed today, BRIAM is used to specify and measure the sustainability performance of non-domestic buildings, ensuring that projects meet sustainability goals and continue to perform optimally over time. A BRIAM assessment uses recognised measures of performance, which are set against established benchmarks to evaluate a building specification, design, construction and use. The measures used represent a broad range of categories and criteria from energy to ecology. Each category focuses on the most influential factors, including reduced carbon emissions, low impact design, adaption to climate change, ecological value and biodiversity protection. The criteria is then assessed and assigned credits, providing the overall building rating uh, ranging from unclassified, pass, good, very good, excellent and outstanding. The process of getting certified with BRIAM includes deciding which BRIAM standard applies to the development, then appointing a licensed BRIAM assessor, registering the project for assessment through the assessor, carrying out a pre-assessment with the assessor, collect and pass on all necessary information to the assessor during the project, and the assessment progresses. Then the BRIAM expert assessor will review all information and submit it to the certification body. And finally, the development receives the BRIAM certificate. BRIAM also offers a suite of schemes enabling consistent and comparable assessment and verification across the entire built environment life cycle, which includes standards in new construction, refurbishment and fit out, in use, communities and infrastructure. Now, instead of a scenario, I wanted to talk you through a case study demonstrating how BRIAM was applied and its benefits. So this case study looks at the use of the BRIAM refurbishment and fit-out standards that were applied to the Hoover Building in London. It was designed by architects Wallace Gilbert and partners in 1931 and was refurbished in 2014 to achieve a rating of BRIAM excellent with a score of 77.2% at the post-construction review stage. After several years of sitting vacant, Uh, The client uh, IDM Properties acquired the Grade 2 star-listed Hoover Building in 2015, 
with plans to develop it into residential accommodation, converting it into 66 apartments comprised of studios, uh, one, two and three bed homes. The project's goals were to ensure the building is protected and its lifetime extended, ensuring the building is restored to its former glory and the new homes are environmentally friendly and able to work harmoniously within the existing envelope of this iconic uh, national treasure. So the key carbon saving features of the Hoover building renovation and conversion included the existing original windows to be retained with a secondary glazing system added to meet the design team's preservation goals whilst enhancing thermal performance, provision of generous cycle storage to meet the highest standards available under BRIAM and reduce reliance on cars was adopted. Uh, there was also the use of air source uh, heat pump technology, providing space heating and hot water coupled with low loss cylinders. Also using uh, mechanical ventilation with heat recovery uh, used as part of the building's ventilation strategy. Also using energy monitoring devices allowing the occupants to view and record data for electric and water consumption, emissions and costs in real time. This has allowed the project to score the maximum possible credits under ENE08 and WAT03. These are uh, credits under the BRIAM assessment. Uh, also, energy efficient appliances were provided in line with BRIAM requirements, achieving all credits available in this area and helping to reduce emissions. Air tightness enhancements and testing were undertaken to ensure that uh, high standards were met. So I know I mentioned that typically BRIAM is uh, used on non-domestic buildings, uh, but in this instance, um, the client wanted to go above and beyond. So they tried to adopt BRIAM standards into this development. So it doesn't mean that you can't use BRIAM on domestic buildings at all, but typically it's used on non-domestic buildings. So with this project, the Hoover building, um, they decided to use BRIAM to meet the developer company's forward thinking in specializing in refurbishment of existing heritage assets, adopting a positive sustainable framework, providing buildings with a new lease of life. BRIAM was therefore an excellent tool to ensure that there is an industry standard that can be followed and referred to in order to achieve such goals. So achieving an excellent BRIAM certification has been an integral part of the design and refurbishment process uh, in this project and considered in great detail uh, as the purpose of this project was to not only preserve and restore the heritage value of the Hoover building, but also to enhance the performance of the development beyond the scope of energy and carbon saving requirements. So that covers what I wanted to discuss today in terms of BRIAM. Uh, I have provided uh, links uh, if you wanted to learn more uh, about BRIAM in the episode notes. Uh, and that concludes today's episode. If you would like to get in contact with me, please feel free to email me on the address provided in the show notes. Thank you for listening. This is an educational show aimed at supporting the future generation of architects. The information, opinions and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. 
Please join me next week for some more part three with me time.